Welcome, everybody, to a, a wild and wacky, a little different episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. I'm thrilled today. I always like it when we have a guest. Just usually any guest will do. Uh, like, you know, the dude that cuts the grass. That's a good That's a good interview. That's a good get. But today, we've got my buddy Dave Landau on the show. Dave, what's going on, guy? Hola. Get it? Like the grass guy. Anyway, good. <laughs> good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Uh, I'm hanging in there. It was quite... Here's what happened last night, uh, everybody. Uh, we had our first show, the, the American misfits pre-apocalypse comedy either show or tour what are we going with are we going with tour or show i think we just go with show i liked the idea of show okay all right then let's do it 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 reminds me like a monty python flying circus sort of thing there you go yeah it it definitely has the syllables for that so uh we were out in west nyack and then i got to do a very late night drive. Uh, I got to tell you, dude, I felt so cool. I felt so cool last night. So I give, <laughs> I gave you a lift back to the hotel after our, our wonderful evening of comedic extravaganzas. Correct. And and then I I, I drove. I dude, I had I had to cross the Jersey line to get back to Long Island. I want to cross the George Washington Bridge like at 1.30 in the morning. It was, fr- it was like fucking taxi driver, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, there's nobody out. I love that time of night. Like, it's really like there's nobody there in New York. It's it's a little eerie. It's it's dark. I, it's, it's my favorite time in New York is the middle of the night, as long as yeah. you're not on foot. Yeah, absolutely. It's got, um, yeah, there's a different appeal there's there's a different appeal to the George Washington Bridge at night when no one's on it. Otherwise, uh, I think the George Washington Bridge was constructed by the devil himself and is that's, a car magnet. That's correct. It was actually designed by a guy named Gozer. He, uh, <laughs> he just attracts all demonic forces. God, I hate that. I used to live in Harlem, and yeah, just going anywhere at any time of the day was the absolute worst. And then going anywhere at one thirty-two in the morning, if you had to go somewhere, you're like, "Wow, this is this would be amazing if it was this all the time." Wasn't that just, wasn't that one of the upsides of uh, of Rona? Like, dude, I I know I was going down to uh, Texas to do some shows. I was like the first comic back at the Dallas Improv. And I went to JFK, and it was a ghost town. I got on the plane. There was like five people. It was like heaven. It was heaven. Dude, it was the best. I traveled. Uh, I was in New York doing the Anthony Cumia show at the time, where we were staying at his place in Long Island. So I would fly back and forth to Detroit every week, and it was the best. Like, I would get off. I'd get a taxi or a, like or an Uber, no problem at all. Like you wouldn't have to wait even a second. People were just begging you. They're like, seriously, we'll 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 oh five dollars, five dollars will take you anywhere. I just need to, <laughs> I just need to eat, and uh, then you would get yeah, no traffic. It would take twenty minutes. It was the greatest time, and no one would talk to you because they were afraid you might be sick, like a zombie. Yeah. So you didn't have to have any awkward conversations. Like and nobody, everybody learned to be grossly antisocial during that time. And I, I don't mind being social, but I would prefer to be left alone. And oh, it was beautiful. No, not yes. not even a look in your direction. That it's uh, I uh, I'm fond of those days. I'm fond of those days. Yeah, if you just get off of a plane too and fake sneeze, they wouldn't even check your papers. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, no, just go. We believe you. I'm sure you'll be there for 14 days. Like, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm I'm looking at we're, we're like six minutes in, and you you already kind of in a weird way reminded me what a what a horrible job I'm doing as a host because you you casually mentioned oh yeah I was doing uh, Anthony Cumia uh, for for those handful of listeners that that don't know who you are uh, we should say. Uh, stand-up comedian, improvisational comic, uh, talented actor, great stand-up. Then you you somehow, and we should get into this a little bit. You you started doing uh, radio with with Kumia. Yeah, I always 
feel like I'm saying that wrong. And then you were in uh, Steven Crowder's camp. You were spent uh, what? How, how long were you over with Steven Crowder? Uh, just under two years. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, just under two years. And now you are you're spreading your wings and flying solo. You've got a you got a deal over at at the Blaze. You've got this hilarious uh, sketch comedy. I just watched the clip, you guys. Uh, it's this really uh, wonderfully done uh, parody of uh, that HBO show Euphoria. But yours yes. is what Drugphoria? Uh, Drugtopia. Drugtopia. It's yes. It made me angry. That's how that's yeah, because I'm like, oh, this is great. And then and then you get angry. It's like, oh, God, that looks good. That looks just like oh, and then. So, yeah, I had to back away. <laughs> no, so, that's, a, that's a good thing, though. I, that's exactly like, yeah, the cinematography and the way that the cameras work and everything. It's very specific to our show to have that feel. And because we already have a certain feel to our show, that kind of flows like that visual anyway. It has yeah. that dark feeling to it. Um, but yeah, with that specifically, we wanted to capture the, the I guess, you know, the, the way that they just film everything and the, the glamorization mixed with the darkness of Euphoria because it's such a ridiculous show. Yes. While, in, while doing like an HBO behind the scenes, you know, uh, that they do on before they, you know, bring any new show in where we just had the two producers talking about, like, now we realize a show like this has never been done in the last two weeks. And what it is is about kids and sex and drugs. And we really think we found the secret sauce here, which is <laughs> more sex and drugs. And we're just trying to kind of, in the most fun way possible, just shine a light on everything that's going on in the culture without making it too polarizing. Like, the idea is it's reality, but we're just a little bit further down the road, like maybe six months, maybe a year. Yes. And that's kind of what it's based on for normal world where it's nothing is nothing is really that exaggerated. But when you watch it, it seems insane. That's what I love about it. It's like we're living in these times, but we just look at it as a normal world. And that's really what the sketch concepts are all based on. Dude, when you were ticking off the different variations of the sex that could happen <laughs> on the show, that's when I I was I was dying because it's shit like that just always makes me laugh. You know, kids having sex with, you know, the neighbor's parents and then kids having sex with the teachers and kids having sex with the teacher's parents and the uncles yeah. and the aunts like the possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, and just end it with, you know, high school relatable and if you don't think that it's relatable and you don't go to twitter and say how great it is all everybody's gonna think you're not cool you know it's just sort of yeah and so of course we have a, a a pedophile who looks a lot like um oh, what's his name the the mr rogers of england oh um, yeah i never forget that guy's name jimmy uh, jimmy, jimmy savile yeah 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 so that's why there's like the Russian guy that pops in. He's like, I want to make movie show with tiny children. And we're like, no, no, cut this. Um, <laughs> no, tiny this children <laughs> about this tall, tiny little mouths. <laughs> so it's like we really just want to expose like the obvious disgustingness that is Hollywood and all the things that have happened with like Nickelodeon and stuff in, the, in that way. But yeah, we wanted to make sure he looked like Jimmy Savile. <laughs> yeah. Just for our own entertainment, even if like people in America might not get the reference. It's great because it's just so odd for people who don't for people who don't know. It's just it's like, oh, that's that's odd and funny and good. Now, here's here's what I dig. Like um, you were recently on on that show tonight. Yes. You know? Thank you for and, having me. And dude, hilariously uh, funny. The, uh, the the Price is Right skit was right up there one of my uh one of my favorites people need to check that out but this is what i love and you know I, I talk about this on the show all the time it's like people who actually do shit right like i i love that you have this show coming out normal world and i'm 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 happy to be a part of that show tonight and it's it's funny cuz like you're a comic from the midwest 
you're yeah. you're a you're a Detroit guy. I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. Started we started our careers uh, like in the same general neck of the woods. And I don't know, is there just something different about Midwestern people? Because I can't stand it. If I see one more fucker like write a book. Like, here's how the left is destroying America. Here's how the left is using the culture. Here's how the liberals are using Hollywood to, and like, can someone please start creating stuff? Right? That's what I don't, that's exactly what I want to do with like my new show, Normal World on the Blaze. And like, I remember when I was pitching it, we were talking about that show tonight. And there's so many ways to do this in a fun way. Where yes. it's like, it's like I, yeah, you, I can explain to you how it works or you can look into it and have your, it, but that's the thing. I, I don't even want to say have your own opinion because I think that the, the great thing about sketch, like even like that show, like that show tonight or normal world is you are like your laughter is basically you understanding the joke or not. And that makes you aware of what's going on in the culture. You don't yes. need it. like spoon fed to you. Like, I don't need to give you your opinions. You don't have to agree with me on everything. And the reality is, is like, I don't agree with anything extreme on either side. I'm just a comedian, though. And I do believe in the values of freedom of speech. And I do. But I also like I'm from the Midwest. So I also I believe in being polite. So you're allowed to choose, you know, your speech all you want. Like, it's like but you, you're allowed to say and do what you want. And I think that's important. And expressing that through sketch, I think, is extremely important. So, yeah, to actually go out there and do it, I wish I had done it long before because we were always told in the Midwest, and you know this from starting there, like, you got to go to New York, you got to go to Hollywood. I was making videos on my dad's Zenith camcorder when I was, like, seven, eight years old. Yeah. It's like, and I look back at that, and that's the late 80s, like, oh, I could have just invented YouTube. And then when YouTube came out, I, I should have been well aware of how to use it. But it was just cons- it was not even an option for show business. And now it's like, oh, you can actually create these own these sites, these shows, sell your own shows, do your own thing. Like the the decades, at least a decade wasted waiting for somebody to, like, give you a late night spot or some other thing that would do nothing for your career. Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad it's over. Like, there's that element of it, too, where it's like, oh, I can do my comedy. I can put it out there and I can actually do what I want. And I think what we're doing that is unique and different is we're we're putting out something that like we believe in. And we're not waiting for approval on it. And we're not just doing the same redundant thing over and over again. Well, you you really hit the nail right on the head. And and there's a lot to to get into there. Uh, yeah, it's a lot to unpack. Which it's really, it's time. like now you're, you know, living under the yoke of, you know, YouTube censorship and Facebook censorship. And I don't know. I mean, maybe we were talking about this during rehearsals for that show tonight. But like we were putting our little skits on uh, on TikTok as well, because, you know, that's where the people are. Sorry. Sure. So, you know, Facebook would not let us boost a single post. YouTube would not let us promote at all. And then TikTok, it was amazing. We would put a video up, dude, and it was wild to watch. We would get 50,000 subscribers, honestly, in like five days. Yeah, It, it, it was crazy. And then right at 50,000 followers, TikTok would, would just kick us off. You violated our, our uh, terms of service. There was never any details or anything. And so that's... That's the frustrating part. So now, like everybody, I think everybody else has their their fingers crossed. You know, no, Rumble. I, 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 oh yeah, and I hope that I hope Rumble does work for that. You know, and there's a part of it where that happened with me, where I put it on Insta, I put one sketch on Instagram, and if you look at it, it actually says like this can't be played in. It's like Bulgaria and like a couple other places it's banned <laughs> for um, man packs Pearl Harbors, but they, they took it down and it was at over a million hits. And right. I said, this is not making fun of trans people. This is two guys jamming tampons in their urethra. That's all it is. Like you can't really say it's anything else. But So they put it back up. Yeah. So it's been up and it's got like, it's like 1.3, 1.4 million. And it's like, when I did it on TikTok, it broke a million hits, and then they they cut the sound on it, and then they took it down. Jeez. And there was no fighting it because so many people attacked it. And 
when you look at it, like I do all these sketches in a certain way where I'm not deliberately attacking something like you can, well, in we are, but you can't just go, well, he just said this nasty word or he just did this or whatever to where like there's plausible deniability in everything. Like it, it's a weird dance you have to do. Yeah. And sometimes you lose. And that's what sucks is, is I think as long as if you want to put like a warning on it, that's fine. But you should never take down somebody's content while allowing like essentially real sex on all these platforms. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's it's beyond r- ridiculous. And like, you know, the good news is, is like, you know, your show uh, Normal World. When does that premiere? June 20th. June 20th. But, you know, you're involved with the blaze. They're kind of like the studio behind it. So hopefully they'll have some legal resources. But that's the other like really like dystopian thing about all this. Like I have been flagged for obvious jokes on like like freaking obvious jokes at the, the Loftus Party Facebook page. Yeah. And then it, it's like there you have no recourse. You know, you appeal it and they go, no. And then you they have a, like one more like higher court you can go to and they just say no. And like there's no office to call. There's no, uh, you know, email. There's there's nothing that you can do. And so like reality is just so uh, skewed, especially for like young people now. They have no idea. They go onto Google and they go, those, those are the answers. Those are, you know, that's just, that's just the, the hard cold facts. And they have no idea that, you know, the results are being skewed or people are being censored and, and no one being catered to you. So you're not actually going to learn anything new and you're not actually going to develop thoughts or find new things. Like really that was the essential, essentially the good thing about libraries and reading. And that's why it's it, you really have to encourage that. And I don't even mean airport reading because if you go there, you walk in and it's just twenty books on, you know, how America's garbage <laughs> and your garbage and 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 how to cure racism. Yeah, and, you know, it's like I mean, you really have to dig if you want to learn about you know history, culture, why things are because it's all catered to you through gathering your techno through through gathering what you search and what you buy. Because yeah. I bought it. Don't get me wrong. I've been suckered into it. I've bought stuff where, and not even suckered. I mean, I think it's cool. And then people are like, "Where did you find something like that?" It's like this didn't just pop up on your Instagram feed. Because uh, <laughs> I got it. I got it really easy. Really, you didn't. You you didn't. You don't know where I found a hat with the Mohawks baseball from Major League. <laughs> you don't just get that. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's, it's wild, but like, you know what, uh, we're doing it, we're doing the thing and, and I'm really, really, I'm just, I'm just over the, the, the talky complainer people. And it's just, it's just not that hard and it's a huge space and there's room for everyone. Like I, I legitimately want everyone to succeed. Who's like creating content. I don't, you know like writing a novel, writing a song. I don't know if you've heard about that. There's, there's this dude, uh, Five Times August, phenomenal musician, phenomenal singer-songwriter. And it's like, I, I just, I really don't see why, like everyone on the right, just like buy that dude's album. Just buy that dude's album. And, and let no. him create a shit ton more. Watch your show. You know, give Normal World phenomenal ratings. Then everybody goes, oh, my God, we got to do more of that. Everybody subscribe to that show tonight. It's just it's it's not that it's not that hard. That's what drives me crazy. It's not. And the the problem is, is like there's this lack of appreciation of content. Like you have a, a rapper like Tom McDonald, who's very successful, but like he just put out a shirt the other day sending all the money to uh, 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 troops, you know, for Memorial Weekend that are, are dealing with mental problems. And, you know, he was a disaster for a good part of his life. And then his last 10 years have been great. You know, it's a lot like Jelly Roll, who's amazing. I got I interviewed that guy before he exploded in the last couple of years. And uh, the, the thing about like a rapper like Tom McDonald, it's like it, he'll never it, it's like you can't be mainstream. You have to help create the mainstream. And so he's massively successful playing. But 
we're not mainstream yet. And then we have a lot of people that are very, very critical on our own side who want to be like, well, I don't know if this is a bit too far, if this is a bit, it's like, I, I prefer rock music to rap. I'm sorry. It's yes. Like that's not, it's not the point, you idiot. The point <laughs> is you have to support what's coming from that side to get that, to get a message out that you think is important. It doesn't matter how it's delivered. Like, I'm sorry the guy has tattoos on his face, but if you listen to what he's saying, that veterans with mental disorders is a reason why there's so much homelessness in this country and they're not being cared for. Why do you care what the messenger might might not be the stifled version of a, you know, the old button down Reagan version of a conservative? Yes. Or somebody who's not extreme left. It's like you just you have to. It's the same with comedy and stuff like, yeah. I swear in my act I'm dark, but a lot of it, and I bring it up in my act, is going and talking about my dad and Agent Orange and all this other stuff. It's like my life got messed up for a certain reason, and my beliefs are because of these events. So I have to share that with the audience as truthfully as possible. So that's and that's fine if that creates a bit of uncomfortableness or tension, or maybe it's not for you, or it's a little too dark, but it's like, or maybe you love it, whatever. But it's like supporting it is is very, very important. And that's what I like about Sketch 2 and that show tonight. It's like, look, you might not, you don't have to like every single thing we do, but understand the reason we're doing it is because that's really what this country needs to be again. Yes. And and it's it's wild, but it's like, and, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back too much or, you know, get, get up on the cross, but, like, we got to establish a beachhead. Like, you have to, you have to, you have to be the first guy on Omaha Beach, you know, and it's like, okay, so here we are. We have this little piece of real estate. Now we can start building. Uh, Daily Wire's doing it great. I think Blaze is doing a nice job. Oh, huge yeah, shout Ryan out to Long. Chad to Chad Prather when he oh, showed Chad up. Great. Yeah, yeah. That was great. There's a chance uh, I might have lost the call. But this might be a good break. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay. It I got, think, I it, think got it dropped really for quiet. a second. It dropped for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? This is great. This is uh that's the Lord telling us that we're gonna take a little bit of a commercial break. We're gonna come back with more show, and there's gonna be more Dave Landau. We're gonna we're gonna get into some some more shenanigans on the Patreon segment of the show. So you guys. Come on over to Patreon, and uh, we're going to have more with the hilarious uh, Dave Landau, who has one of the finest Photoshop people in on planet Earth. Either it's you or in your employee. Uh, you, you do some quality Photoshop work, my friend. Thank you. I wish I could take credit. It's rarely me. But I uh, uh, I do uh, have the right person who does it for me and I work with. And I may, you know, I've made a few of them, obviously, but uh, I like I have a, a group of people that I work with on videos and everything. And we kind of all help each other in different things in show business. So that's great. Out. And yeah. if you if you want to see an example of this, uh, go to either uh, Dave's Instagram uh, or the Loftus Party Instagram or the Loftus dot com and look up uh, American Misfits. There's a, that's some fine, fine promotional material right there. Courtesy of Dave's mysterious Photoshop friend. We're going to take a break <laughs> and we'll see you over on Facebook. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
dollars a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. What a fantastic conversation with Dave Landau. Just a good dude. And I will tell you right now, there is a ton more. And it's it's going to be available on the Patreon segment of the show. That's just that's just how the cookie crumbles. Uh, we go on and on. <laughs> it's it's a big one. It's, it's a it's a wonderful conversation. So make sure uh, you you check out and support Dave's show, uh, Normal World. It will premiere in June on the Blaze. I think I think he said June twenty something, but you'll you'll find it. You're smart people, and also uh, thank you for supporting that show tonight. And supporting this podcast and theloftestparty.com. There's room for everybody. And uh, it's just delightful. It's great. I like people who do shit. You know me. The America First people. The America First uh, warehouse people. All of it. So let's have uh, a little bit more of a a regular little segment here, shall we? Uh, Sadly, a lot of people are going to be bummed. But uh, the acoustic... Uh, the acoustic, she's a little sick. She's getting uh, no strands. <laughs> but we do have an unplugged electric. How about that? So we can do a version of the podcast. The Loftus Party Podcast. So get off your ass and continue the show right now. Let's get into it. We've got uh, we've got one segment here where we can talk about uh, the big stuff, the the important stuff. Stay focused. Have some fun. Have some laughs. The uh, I guess the debt ceiling. Hopefully, if I'll get that squared away over the weekend, it's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day, and uh, I should say I should make a comment about that too. And let's not forget all of those uh, brave men and women who gave all to uh, make sure that we can enjoy some freedom and not fuck it up and keep our freedom. It's uh, so that's, that's a good one uh, to remember. And if you were, or uh, someone, you know, a member of your family uh, is currently in the armed forces. uh, God bless them. God bless all those, uh, all those people. Okay. So that's our, that's our Memorial day. And I don't want I'm not, I'm not going to get maudlin about it. Not going to get maudlin. Not going to get on my high horse. But holy crap. You see those memes going around of like, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, who's like, shit, we would have been capping people by now. You know, that's that's the thing. I would, you really, you, I think they would, of course, they'd be horrified. They'd be absolutely, first of all, they'd probably, if you popped them into our timeline right now, they'd, be flipping out over planes and shit. But after, after they woke up, they'd be like, "You, you, you do what? You pay how much? They take what? They do, huh?" Which brings me back uh, to the deal. The deal has been broken with the American taxpayer, with the American citizen. We pay these taxes for services. We're busy people. We don't make roads. So we give some money to the government. Hey, you guys keep the roads going. You keep the police going. You keep these services going. It's worth it. And we're not getting what we deserve uh, from our taxes. And I tell you what, when, when you peel the curtain back on the, like the negotiations, holy shit, the negotiations. I, mm, I want it to be all out in the public. I don't want private, we are, 
there's so much wasteful spending and so many lies. Here's the one that had me going the other day. Uh, the, the U.S. government, some government agency came out with a tweet going, hey, we do not, we do not spend any money on illegal immigrants. We don't know. No. And then it's like, technically, that's correct. But the government uh, gives big fat checks to these other little uh, agencies, you know, that are independent of the government. Uh, and it's it's like a shell game. Those agencies make sure that, okay, hey, you got a cell phone. Hey, you get this. Hey, you get that. Hey, you get this. Those agencies aren't, where do they get that money? They get that money from the federal government. So they don't directly do it. They indirectly, though, it's horrible. The whole thing is, uh, is uh, it's slipping away. But we can fight back and we can win. I love the, uh, the reaction to Bud Light. I, re- I love the reaction to Target. It is just a wonderful thing. They're not going to stop. They are not going to stop with this uh, woke BS. It's the, it's the diversity, equity, and inclusion score. It's the ESG score. It's all this crap. And I'll tell you right now, I just typed it up. Uh, target stock is down. It is down as of this moment, a buck eighty-two a share. <laughs> Get them. Get them. And these, oh, I love how they, they wrap themselves up as victims. Oh, Target, Target has become a victim of these, these hooligans who come in and they, they videotape and it's, oh, it's, it's scary that, so, blow me, blow me. When Target, oh, that's the other one. We should find out how much money Target donated to, uh, to, to BLM. It's funny how Target is like, oh, oh, they're coming in and they're making YouTube videos. Oh my goodness. Meanwhile, they're just, during the, uh, the BLM riots, just, just gutting stores, taking all the merchandise, just completely gutting them. And Target was like, well, I guess they have a point. I guess they, they have a good reason to do that. And then when people uh, have had enough with their little uh, uh, pedophilia swimsuit frickin' pride crap, oh, that's too much. That's too much. We are going to defend our actions. We are very proud of our DEI score. No, no, no to all of it. To absolutely all of it. Boycotts work. Boycotts work, and it is fantastic. So hopefully they will have uh, figured out the, the the debt ceiling and the debt crisis. I made, I might have been too clever uh, by half with my little uh, AOC debt ceiling crisis solution video. It's so... It's so insane to me, the whole idea of continuing to raise the debt ceiling. It's just so insane to me that, oh, the the logic of it. Okay, you guys, we are uh, $31 trillion in debt to whom, I guess, world banks, who, I don't even know who we owe the money for, but we're, we're spending more money then we're taking in and we continually just raise the amount that we can be in debt. We're not going to be able to afford the, the minimum payment is, is like a reality. Again, I don't even know who the, who we're borrowing the money from. That's, I, and I'm kind of proud of that, that I'm not, I'm such, I'm not such a total dork that I know exactly uh, who who we the World Bank the the Federal Reserve who the fuck who the who who would keep extending you credit if if you have a history of you know what we're gonna do we're spending too much money so we need more room on our credit card are you gonna change your behaviors no no we're gonna still 
fucking buy crazy shit, just spend like it's going out of style, well then what will happen when you can't make the minimum payment? Well, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we'll come back to you in a couple years and we will increase our line of credit. We will borrow money to make the minimum payment. Are you gonna change your behavior? No, no, we're gonna keep doing crazy shit. <laughs> it makes no sense. And how are there, how are there fucking grown-ups having, how is this even close to being an argument? That to me is like how you know shit is really broken. Like we bring in, uh, I, I, I forget how much money we, we, we bring in as a country through our in, insane, the, the taxes in this country are fucking insane. And they continuously overspend, overspend. And they're like, oh, we got to support Ukraine. We got to spend, we got to give them a shit ton of money every fucking time you turn around. And then these same, I, I have to laugh or I will explode with rage. Uh, the same people in the next breath, yes, we have to raise the de debt ceiling uh, because we don't have the money, uh, because we got to give the money to Ukraine and we got to let these new people uh, come across the border. We have to do all this, guys. And then sadly, here's the next breath, they say, we, we, might, have to, we might have to make some cuts in social security. How in the F do you make that logic lump, that, that jump? How do you make that jump? Because like Social Security is, uh, that's a deal with the government, right? They're like, hey, we're going to take this, uh, this money right out of your check. Don't worry about it. We're just going to hold on to it for you. Because then uh, when you're old, we'll give it back a little piece at a time. Well, we're going to tax you on it, though. We're going to tax you on it. Thanks, Joe Biden. And for them to say, yeah, we don't have your money, that's, that's, uh, that's a criminal enterprise. That is, that's, that is, it's just fucking straight up criminal. I have the check stubs, guys. I have the check stubs where like you, you took this money from me and now you're saying you don't have it? Nope, nope, <laughs> and nope. It's beyond ridiculous. It's beyond uh, ridiculous. So let's see if they can work out the debt ceiling. Oh, they're very, it's very important that they do this. If they don't, if they don't, we'll get a, we might, our credit rating might go down. Are you fucking kidding me? That's, that's what they're worried about. Oh no, we might lose our gold star credit rating. What can I? Who's, who's in charge of the rating system? We are $31 trillion in debt. And, and they're worried about our rating. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's a farce. It's an absolute farce. And they're also serious about it. They're also, oh, if we don't, oh, the government at all. Fucking shut it all down. Shut it all down. You're allowed to keep one office open. And you know that one office is? Uh, Social Security. That's it. That's it. The office, the office uh, that's in charge of the money you stole. From me? It's like, oh, it's just madness. It's absolute madness. All right, let's, let's rock and roll and, uh, and talk about some other wonderful stuff. The, uh, the tour kicked off. Over the weekend in uh, West Nyack, the the American Misfits uh, pre-apocalypse comedy show. Yeah, we discussed that with Dave uh, Landau. He likes show better than tour, so I got to update all the press stuff. It's very funny. Joe DeVito's a very funny dude. Dave Landau's a very funny dude. I, I hold my own. Uh, we're going to add some more bells and whistles to the tour, to the show. Uh, maybe another comic. Too. We're we're talking about all kinds of stuff. This is it's a work in progress, and that's kind of the that's kind of the fun thing. I'm super happy. Uh, we're it looks like that show tonight. We're going to be doing another uh, wonderful episode of that at the end of June. I want to say the twenty third. It'll be around there. It'll be around there. 
But here's what's coming up for yours truly. I got, uh, you know, we got Memorial Day weekend. This will probably come up after that. So I hope you had a great one. I hope you had a great one and got freaking crazy and just did all the barbecue wonderful things and hung out with your friends. And I hope you got laid. I hope you had crazy good three-day weekend sex. And it was just like, you know, there was like a little shame involved. Like the next day you were like looking at that special someone like, did we really? And they're like, yeah, we did. And you're like, wow. Uh, I hope it was like that. <laughs> I hope there's barbecue sauce everywhere. I hope you got fucking weird with it. I'm in, I'm in a mood. <laughs> so uh, then I'll go to Vegas. I'll do another show. I'll do another show from Vegas. But I'm at the MGM. If you're in the uh, Las Vegas area, I'm at the MGM uh, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club June 5th through the 11th. Those are always a good time. That's always a good time. I'm very productive in Vegas. It's wild. Uh, it's good. I just got to take my guitar out there with me and, uh, and so I can practice. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying the guitar. And if you're, oh, go to the website. Uh, this is your year, you guys. This is your year. I, I, uh, I did it again. I posted, uh, I posted a guide to the best, uh, nude beaches in the U.S. It's very important. If you've never done this before, you owe it to yourself. Go. And it's like, it's an old bit that I used to do in stand-up. You're like, oh, I can't go to a nude beach. I look like crazy. Uh, then you go to the nude beach, you see the people who are already out of there. It is a self-esteem booster. <laughs> You're like, oh, if that person is is naked, I can certainly be naked. And you feel good about yourself. Uh, sunscreen. Sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. But let's go. I'm going to tell you about... We're gonna we're just gonna go over some of the best nude beaches in America right here. We're gonna go off the list. Um, wow. Okay, I, I can't do that. I'm I'm reacting to things that you can't see. So, uh, Pirates Cove, California. Pirates Cove, California. Never even heard of Pirates Cove. That's up there on the list. Uh, Lands End Beach, another California one. Red Rock Beach in California. Wow. California. College Cove. Now, here we go. Here's here's Florida. Uh, Apollo Beach. This is the one. Uh, this is located on Florida's eastern Atlantic coastline in New Smyrna. Apollo Beach is on the Canaveral National Seashore. Oh, my gosh. I think that's I think that's the one that I went to many, many moons ago. And then there's, uh, here's another one, Secret Cove in Nevada. What in the, the, on the east coast of Lake Tahoe. I don't know if I would go to this one. I'm going to tell you why. Lake Tahoe gives me the creeps. There's something not right about Lake Tahoe. Maybe it's the, the how they say it's insanely deep. Uh, they say it's like full of dead people uh, that the mafia dumped there. I don't know if I could go, I don't know if I could do uh, the, the nude beach in Lake Tahoe. If you've been, let me know. Uh, let's go on. California, shut up. There's one called Ann's Beach in, uh, Florida. Looks kind of janky, just being honest. Uh, good Lord. Th there's no way all these are legal. There's no way. Here's another California, another California. Um, here's the one you always hear about. Uh, Gunnison Beach in New Jersey. That one's supposed to be fantastic. Have not been there. Now they're saying Muir Beach in San Francisco. Don't believe that for a second. I don't believe. Uh, I believe if you start taking off your clothes there, you're going to get in big trouble. However, I would highly recommend Muir Woods. If you ever get a chance, Muir Woods. Just drive right past San Francisco. I'm going to save you a lot of heartache right now. <laughs> It's the wonderful thing. You, you take the Golden Gate Bridge, you just, you just drive right by San Francisco. It's like the first exit, I believe, is the exit for the Muir Woods. These are some of the biggest trees on planet Earth that you will ever see. It's the best 
money you'll ever spend. It's shocking. It's the Muir Woods is beauty on a shocking level. You can't photographs don't describe how big these freaking trees are, how wonderful they are. And now they're saying there's a there's a freaking there's a 25 kilometer 25 kilometers from San Francisco. The Muir Beach is the first beach you'll come to go la 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 la. No. Nope, not going to hit that one either. I don't want to get I don't want to get knifed by a freaking crazy drug addict and then you're naked. That's like not a good time. <laughs> um th- this is I apologize. Well, here's a Hawaii beach. A buddy of mine spends a lot of time in Hawaii. I have got to get to Hawaii. I want to learn how to surf before I shed this before I shed this body and head into the great beyond. I have to learn how to surf. And I would love to go to Hawaii. And so there's this there's a little beach called Little Beach in Hawaii uh on Maui. Good lord. <clears throat> that looks fantastic. Um, and then rounding out, we're almost at the end of our list. Hawaii is dominating. Florida has one more. St. George Island. It's a state park. What? In the This is an island on a barrier off the western coast of Florida in the Gulf of Mexico. That's, oh, I know where that is. Um, that's over by Tampa. Okay. That's fantastic. Uh, that's pretty much your top. Massachusetts has a couple. Massachusetts, go ahead, you freaks. Santa Rosa Beach in Florida. Okay. And then the number one, Miami South Beach, Florida. I don't know if I could do that one. Because that, that's legit going to be the beautiful people. That's gonna You're going to be like, <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one might be the soul crusher. Because you're like, ah, I can get naked. Because the people who usually go to uh, nude beaches, they look like, and then you go out to that, and you go, yep, no, I'm, go back to the car. Back to the car. That is a absolute, that's a legit supermodel out there. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yes, so don't, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. The other uh, wonderful things that we have to tell you about, make sure... You still complain, keep complaining about about everything. Complain to your congressman uh, and and all of this stuff. We need investigations after the 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 Durham report. What a what a crazy little uh, U-turn that was. The Durham report, and I was just on Gutfeld, and I was talking about it just a little bit because everybody's like, "Oh, Ron DeSantis was on Twitter. Ron DeSantis announced on Twitter." And this is just another, I'm just going to remind you here publicly, I'm not going to get into the uh, Trump or DeSantis fight. That I have no interest. I have no interest in uh, being part of, oh, you have to choose sides. You have to pick. And, oh, Trump said this. And, oh, DeSantis said that. Not going to do it. I would much rather focus on, oh, I don't know, the Biden crime family and how they've been doing this shit for years, and everybody knows about it, and the FBI is slow playing it, and they've had this laptop, and they've had the evidence, and they've had the text messages, and they've had the eyewitnesses for years, and they're not doing shit. And then I would also like to spend my time uh, complaining about the lack of action on the Durham report. How you've got... Oh, the FBI knew. The FBI knew there was nothing to Trump-Russia collusion. They know it was just Hillary making shit up because uh, she wanted to make Trump look bad. And the FBI decided to play along with it. They're like, yeah, it's bullshit, but we'll help. James Comey, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll help out. James Clapper, that freaking idiot monster. Yeah, yeah, we'll help out. Yeah, they, we're the intelligence community. Mm-hmm, we're going to tell Obama. We're going to tell Vice President Biden. Yep, yep, we're going to, everybody knew. Everybody knew. And they are literally carrying on as if it's uh, business as usual. The sane people have to really stand up and be loud. It's, it's really uh, spiraling out of control. And we're seeing now, this is the good part. 
it's wild to watch what people react to, but the Bud Light thing, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yep, that was too much. And now Target, yep, that's too much. So let's keep this momentum going. Let's keep this wave going and make some positive changes. You wanna talk about the debt ceiling? I'll save you a bunch of money right now. Let's dismantle the FBI, skadoosh. All those new IRS agents they hired, well, you might wanna hold on to your regular job because I don't think those positions are gonna be available. We can just, seriously, just keep complaining. That's a, that's a great positive thing you can do. Just keep complaining. And we can, we can fix this whole thing. All right, I hope you had a fantastic uh, Memorial Day weekend, a long weekend. God bless you. Stretch out before you get freaky deaky. Keep complaining. There's always wonderful things at theloftestparty.com. Uh, we got some, I'm just looking right now. We got some video game reviews. I got some bad news on some video games. It looks like that Gollum game just blows. <laughs> it looked so good in the previews. There's comedy skits. There are guides to nude beaches. There's uh, information. I'll keep you updated on the uh, on the shows that we're adding for that show tonight that we'll be doing at the America First Warehouse. And I'll also update you on the American Misfits. Lisa has great, she's got some great pieces up there. She's got some wonderful music videos. Cranky's got you covered for the best memes. My goodness, we're just hitting on all cylinders. We're hitting on all cylinders. So with that... I will bid you a fun to do before I remind you, sign up for Patreon. Head over the hair. We got more with Dave Landau. It's fantastic. So we'll agree. We'll all meet over on Patreon. Have a wonderful day. I care about you deeply as a group and as individuals. One last question. Why are those pants still on? Why are those pants still on?